RLC founder Dave Evans spends time with partners, clients, and friends in the USA talking about all things business. If you are an inspiring business owner, an entrepreneur, a CEO, or a coach who wants real advice about what to do in business today and wants to hear frank conversations, then this is the show for you. Real life consultations, challenges, and ideas from all around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode of Consultivation. I'm getting, oh my goodness. Uh, I'm just going to, we are, it looks like we are live. I'm just going to fix um, the connection to Facebook. One minute, accept all. So while we're going, uh, let's, let's just talk about how things are in America. So George, how are you? Oh, oh, unbelievable. Isn't that the saying? It's unbelievable. It covers both ways. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It absolutely okay. does. Give me a second. So, George, uh, I believe you. What's that? I believe you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I said, always say unbelievable. It covers whatever. Yeah, really. Hey, hey listen, I, I was reading a British Airways uh, email a second ago about flying and, and that on this big list of things they want me to read about it says America's really excited to see you and I'm going that's brilliant news isn't it yeah <laughs> right. that airline I'm gonna go and buy a ticket straight away anyway welcome to 2021 and RLC consultivations we are back to talk all things business Sorry. today though we are going to be focusing in on a really important word, and that word is a te- intentionality. Now, uh, I mean, how do you get on with the spell- spelling in that word, George? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I try not to spell. So, <laughs> intentionality. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Does that help? So it's it's like yeah. international. In, uh, internationally, it's very similar, isn't it? You can get lost with some of the spellings of this. So. I want to put to you a concept I shared on Daily Dave today about intentionality becoming the word of 2021. And and there's a whole idea that Doug shared with us a few weeks ago about he was talking about something else. Doug said, the 21, the number one, gives us a chance to start again, mathematically, right? Mm -hmm. But let's take that one step further let's be intentional about everything from the inside out thoughts feelings ideas communities relationships business activities the whole bag and turn every moment this year into an intentional moment even bob for example if that means you're having a moment where you're not going to do a thing do it intentionally you know georgia how many times have you and i spoke about diarising procrastination for example. Yep. As I'm good about procrastinating, but not about diarising it. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. So, let's first of all start then with a nice soft one as we're back here in the new year. What does intentionality mean to you? Go on, anybody. To me, I mean, it, it seems like having purpose. Having a purpose behind what you're doing. You know, yeah. instead of just doing without any thinking, you know. I, you know, you get into a routine, right? Oh, I got to come into the office. I get my coffee. I sit down. I do this. I do. That. There's no intention behind that. It's just the it's the routine that you do. 
every single day and it's getting out of that and having you know why do i go into the office and what do i intend to accomplish today and get done it has an impact you know and it has um you know meaning going forward into the future it's great love it what do you, what do you also, think? i i think it's also putting it to the forefront versus keeping it in the back of your head and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. Intentional means I'm bringing it forward. It's going to be, it's going to be taken care of now for me. Anyway, that's my, because I have lots of things that I sit in the back of my head. Of, I've got to do this. I've got to do that, but I don't always act on them. So. Do you, do you know though, Bob, that's really solid advice. Keeping it at the forefront. You know, yesterday I was looking at the dollar dream club uh, content again, and there's a slide in the in the deck, isn't there, about you must, and there's a brilliant word, viscerally claim what it is you want to manifest into existence in the universe. Yeah. And there's three conditions, right? Now, I keep those open once I've opened them because I want to see them in my periphery as much as possible so that I remember to do those three things yeah. all the it time. It's interesting, Dave, because what Barb said, it made me think about, you know, I've worked with a lot of business people and they all have great ideas, but the biggest thing is they don't often implement or accomplish what those ideas are. And a lot of times, because they don't have anyone holding them accountable, you know, as a business owner, they're the, they're the company. Um, so there's no one holding them accountable. And that's what I find in the work I do with business owners where I can add value. That's, that's a great point, Eric, because uh, I think intentionality is also a great reminder. Like you were saying there, it is time to act. So, George, what, is it, what does intentionality mean to you? Um, I, I, I was listening to all this, and I, I do like Barb's comments as well, but I guess it, it, it's avoiding the shiny object syndrome. Um, now, George, we have to tell you, you are muted just for a second, right? So there we go. I guess I should unmute. Okay. No, 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 no. I muted you on purpose because I just wanted to call out what we did in the last episode. Eric, do you remember when George said Bob's idea back brilliantly? <laughs> well, I thought that's great. I thought that was a great deal. Anyway, George, you were going to say. Intentionality helps you avoid the shiny object syndrome, uh, at least in my thought, because I have a very. Uh, I'm very prone to the shiny object syndrome is to just throw me in. What do we have to do now? Um, I prefer not having to plan just whatever it is. Let's, let's take it on, which is, is both good and bad, I suppose. But intentionality is getting away from that planning the day, making sure that, you know, if I'm going to call clients, it's going to be a certain time of the day, not all over the course of the day. Um, not, reading my emails every time they come in, but at certain times of the day, so I can have an intention of getting things accomplished that need to get done. So uh, on a daily basis, it's, it's pretty much that. Um, on a long-term basis, it is things that you wish and dream about, just pulling them off and doing them. Yep, good. So let's build on this then, George. So this week, uh, a couple of things have happened to RLC. Uh, you might have noticed, you may not have noticed. You know, we've had this web domain, rlcglobal.group. You might not have even noticed, it's just fine. Yeah. Um, but you say to people, our website is blah, 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 dot group. And then they say to you straight away, what, dot com? <laughs> and then you go, no, right? 
So we've accepted it. <laughs> and our website's now rlc-global.com. Okay. Right? So same as the email handle. It makes a bit of sense. So De Debbie posted a, a blog yesterday about 25 ways to be more intentional. And we're highlighting during January a couple of things together. Intentionality, choices, and remembering why. There's a couple of things. Habitual choices. Now, I noticed in the Dollar Dream Club community a great conversation yesterday, Eric, about queuing up good habits. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that yesterday. I must have been in there before those comments were made. Yeah, no, it was a conversation that came later on in the day or middle, middle, I can't remember exactly when. But queuing up a habit in simple terms, intentionally, is, is using the time in mundane tasks that you've got to do in the morning, for example. So in iFactor bar, we talk about doing your teeth where you mm -hmm. might be on autopilot and instead of doing a to-do mm -hmm. list, you use that two minutes or so to prime your mind, to prime your conscious thinking that therefore primes your subconscious responses. Mm -hmm. order, that's quite deep for consultations, isn't it? On a Tuesday straight after Christmas, right? So, but queuing it up is you're using an idle moment to prime your mind for later. Now, also in that idle moment, you might be choosing a moment where, you know what, at 9.30 or whatever time of day it is you decide, uh, I'm going to sit down and have a coffee and I'm going to spend 10 minutes thinking or visualizing. That's queuing something up. And what we used to teach at RLC and still do is, you know, doing your teeth is an idle moment having your first drink of the day, whatever that is, hopefully it's, you know, legitimate. It's not uh, anything dodgy, right? You're having your first coffee. <laughs> oh, that, that moment in the morning, you, you use that moment to prime a trigger or to prime your subconscious with good thought. So I love that because what Debbie wrote about was habitual choices. So starting to queue up, George, habits that are gonna serve you well mentally before you do them is a good suggestion intentionally this year. So on that blog, there's a link to a guide if you're watching and you can help yourself to a, a, a brilliant guide about how to do some of these 25 things. And we're each gonna pick a question and answer it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Eric to go first and pick in a question. Wow. Once that question is selected, it can't be selected twice unless you have a brilliant addendum that's world-class and you know, we should just start talking about that instead. So, uh, Eric, which one, which number have you gone for? So I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna be number one, I'll do number one. All right, go for it. So who are you? And not, you know, professionally or what it is. So, you know, who I am, you know, I grew up in outside of New York City um, and I've had a lot of different life experiences where I've traveled a lot of different places. I've moved around the country. I did the corporate thing for many years, for about 20 years. And I moved nine times in the first 16 years of my employment. And, um, but it was great, you know, it, it always worked out and we always had a, a great experience wherever we lived. Um, and I have a, a, a wonderful family I'm very proud of. And I, I tend to think, and I've, you know, I've done a lot of these different, uh, you know, personality analysis and, you know, who I am is I'm a caring person. I care about people. I care about the people I work with that I'm around. Um, and uh, that's who I am. 
that's a that's a great start really and, I, and you've also put a really good twist on it so i'm going to go to george next because uh, i love the fact you selected a question and then you answered it i think that's even better right so let's go let's go to george um i'm just putting this up as a as a scroll across so people know where to go and get this workbook um so here we go we'll add that on so if you're watching this you can go to the rlc's new site domain and go and get that so george choose a question number fella i want number seven why do you care that's well, what, well now you're asking us are you asking us to you know listen to your answer to the question or what i'll select whether we care well i don't care which way do you want me to do it that's correct <laughs> go on george go for it um I, I guess why do you care i guess i, I guess this the, the i would answer that with another question is why not um it seems like a, a better way to go through life caring to some degree um in with certain parts uh, in your in the workbook here it says you know we go through care i don't care what someone thinks in some ways that's true but we wouldn't be doing what we do if we didn't really care what other people thought so um you know by being part of society, by being active with our families and our community, we care what they think and what they experience and how they, um, you know, what their success is. And I guess why we care is, well, it's a better way of going through life than not caring. Now, George, I just have to ask Bob's permission, but do you mind if I ask him a question? Of course. I don't mind. You can ask. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I was being intentional. You said, George, um, that of course you care about what other people think, otherwise you wouldn't really do what people do. I mean, is that true? Not George Powers, I'm talking about maybe your industry or other people like you. Is that really true? Oh, I think in many ways it is. Primarily, not 100%, but primarily. I mean, just think about it. If just we care what people think by just going to other countries. Uh, you know, the U.S. has certain standards of how we dress and how we act and what we do. You go to Scotland, you're going to have a different way of acting and, and behaving because that's the society that we've grown up in and we care to be part of that society. Now, we'll take people in our society, just picking on you know, goths, for example. I don't know why that came to mind. You know, they actually care what we think too because they're being intentional and being different. So they care in a different way. So yeah, I do. I do think that as a, as a most most of the time we we do care by just uh, doing what we do on a daily basis. But as a business owner, and George asking you and Bob and Eric at the same time and myself, um, I think it is important to a degree to care about what other people think, particularly if it's a service thing or a value, added value thing, or, you know, I was just doing a, 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 an eye factor reminder, Bob, about that, that first point of impression, that during impression, and that future impression, that during impression is actually delivering the work you've sold properly, right? right. Sometimes that's enough to just do a good job. You said you were going to do good work, you did good work, you all celebrate you did good work. So. I guess is caring about that. I wonder though, intentionality, if we were to put a slightly higher spin on it, Joe, and say, what if we're saying the actual artist here, right? Metaphoric artist, is you, right? 
So do you care about out here or do you care in here enough that out here doesn't matter because in here is good enough? I think, and, and Dave keeps bringing me into this because he and I, I'm struggling with this at the moment. And so I, I agree with you. It's important to fall in to what people think of us. However, I think for us as individuals, if we don't, I think you can learn from people around you. If you surround yourself by good people, they can help you do things in a certain way and help you find ways to do it. But I think you have to run your business on your own and you have to be yourself and you have to stop feeling people don't get to judge how you do things. It is your business and you do those for a re you make those decisions for a reason. And therefore it has to be about you, not about anybody else. Does that, I know that's kind of confusing, but. See, I, I look at caring totally different than you guys. I look at it from, I care about the people I interact with and wanting to know more about their experience in their life. And I care to see if I can help them in some way. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I look at caring as outgoing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've often talked about when I owned my accounting firm that, you know, I was blessed because I had employees that cared about me. They cared about the clients. They cared about each other. That's how I look at caring. It's it's outward. It's thinking, not thinking about what other people are thinking about me, but how I think about them and how I can be helpful. Well, I think I, it can be seen in both ways. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I agree with you, Eric. I think you can you can choose it as as being a caring individual that does care about their clients. But I think you can also choose it for you individually if you care what other people think about you as well. I mean, I I see it from both ways. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a great conversation, right? Go on, George, what are you going to say? It, well, it is, because I thought when I saw this, at first I said, no, I don't care. Then I got thinking, you know, I kind of do care. Because someone says, you know, you, you don't really grow up until you get to the, your, your FU40s when you really just don't care what other people think about you. And there's something to be said about that. So there is a balance of you know, mm -hmm. caring and, and not caring all at the same time. So I guess you, you, know, you don't care what other people think about you. Or sometimes right. the decisions are made, but at the same time, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if we didn't care. I, I know Barb cares about you know all her people. I mean, the things that she said that she's done with her people and her employees and her and her and her clients. There's a great deal of care given there. Right. Uh, but at the same time, you sometimes make decisions that you say, "I'm making it because I am," <laughs> and I don't really care what you think. <laughs> you can tell me, but uh, I'm not going to change my mind. So it is an interesting balance of. Caring and not caring is, I'm not sure how you define it best. Well, I also think you have to be careful, George, that you don't care so much about worrying about everybody else that you're not taking care of yourself as well. I think that's the key that. to all of it, right? That That's my fault. Where yeah. I, I'm worried about everybody around me. I'm worried about my clients. I'm worried about my employees. And then all of a sudden it smacks me in the face that I'm not where I want to be. And that's all about me, just make, not making sure I'm taking care of myself as well. No, that's an excellent, that's an excellent, you know, next step to this, true, because sometimes you think you care so much about everybody else that, you know, you sit there and work 12 hours a day to get the, the work done because that's what the clients want. And you don't think about what you should be doing for yourself. That's an excellent, mm -hmm. an excellent uh, take on that. I mean, what a rich conversation. And, and I think, you know, coming back to the start of today's episode, I also think we should implore, encourage, remind people 
every day this year and every month this year, every week too, Eric, I know you're keeping a lunar record of my comment, right? Is yeah. that I think we have to keep reminding people it's time to be intentional about your own self-validation internally. I think it's an important thing this year because it's been a rough ride last year. It's going to be a rough ride for a while and things will get better. But you're going to have to be really intentional, Barbara, like you were saying about this self-care. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be gubbed, tired. You know, like you said, it's going to creep up on, on you and smack you in the face a bit. So it's taking real caution with intentionality. I love that. So, Barb, you're next. Choose a question from the guide. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look here. Um, what drives you forward? That's an interesting question. I don't know that I. Can, I mean, obviously, I. I want to have what's what's driven me forward in the past probably two years has been to coach my team and bring my team up to where I know they can be successful and and do the things that they've done. I'm finally at a point now where um, everybody on my team is doing their job, has learned their job successfully, and is we're, we're all kind of humming together. And so now the exciting part for me is I'm going to add another person into that team. And the key for all of this is, is to make sure that that person doesn't throw that kilter off. So we've talked a lot over the past couple of weeks about now we're bringing somebody else in. And even though this person has a lot of experience and we're very excited about it, we just want to make sure that we all help her get up to speed and do the things that we do as well. So I, I think for me, that's what has driven me forward because I know now when everybody around me and my team is doing what they need to do, I can now do the things I want to do, which is expand the practice, do my, um, you know, do the consultative things that, yeah. that we, we need to move into. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a great perspective because you, you're looking at driving yourself forward, your own level of clarity. I also think it's a really big question, like the last one in the guide, isn't it? Is, is to what is it that drives you forward? Let's let's capture this for a moment around the table, Bob. So, George, Eric, what drives you forward then? Okay, George, I'll let you go. Oh, yes, yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> What drives me forward? I guess. Sometimes I just don't think about it. I just get up and go. Um, uh, I, uh, what drives me forward, I guess, is just to not stop. I, it's yeah. a good question. I, I, I suppose that's the idea of being intentional is to think about what drives yeah. you forward, other you than know, just just yeah. because. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of sometimes it's just because because that's what I've always done. So it's you an know, interesting thought. Yeah. So Dave, I look at this on two different paths. I think there's, you know, my professional path and my personal path. And, you know, what drives me forward is, you know, just always wanting to be better, you know, be a better person, be a better husband, be a better father. I think I do a pretty good job there, but, you know, there's always room for improvement and being, you know, and, and also in my family, teaching my family certain skills that will we'll get them through life. Because I look back and I think about the lessons I learned from my parents, you know, that generational handing down of these learnings. So that's that. On the professional side, what drives me is just 
I really enjoy helping people. I really, you know, it's back to that caring piece. I love being able to, because I've got you know, 40 some years of experiences at sharing my stories, sharing my experience with others so that they may be able to be more successful and maybe help them in whatever it is. You know, I have a client and we're focused on one particular thing and I'm helping her with a financial plan, but she brought up about an employee and she has a difficult conversation. I gave her a tool, you know, an RLC tool to help her with that process because I want her to be successful. I want to help her. It wasn't part of the engagement. That doesn't matter. So that's that's what drives me. No, it's 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 a great answer, and, it, and I think all of these are are almost very personal, aren't they? As well as to your, your own personal driving stuff. I I actually was asked this question. Uh, last year sometime and uh, I came up I actually invented two words I'm looking to find the other word one of them you might remember was uh, I've decided I'm an energist and uh, and because it was it just felt like a word that summed up loads of my own features but without saying too many things that I bring energy to to allow people to see that they can do things um, and, and then I always go back to our consult event in Denver, and there was a there's a mo there was a moment if you all remember. Uh, I know George, you went there, so but there was a moment where people were giving these amazing talks about their experience, weren't they, Eric? And 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 I'm sat there listening to it. And we've got the footage, and I've got the notes in a book too. And and I take when somebody opens up their hope and fear, right, and they decide to act, and they believe us. I give loyalty to that and I take responsibility to that to always be looking to then be driving on because if they've taken a, a, an encouragement from us once we've got to be ready to give encouragement again in the future because of that one thought change you know I, and I'll give you I'll give you a real example in terms of corporate co companies um, I was once asked, why are you still engaging with a corporate client that was quite rotten? And the answer was really quite cold and good, right? Cold was, regardless of what's going on, several thousand people have been inspired by things we've said, right? So we have a responsibility to the spoken word that was given to show up regardless of what's happening in the meantime. And that's not for everybody, George. It goes back to caring a bit as well, doesn't it? That's not for everybody. But personally, Bob, your question, what drives me is, each time somebody says, yes, I will, I feel a real loyalty. I also feel a real responsibility and burden to then do better, be better, learn, discover, find out. Because who knows when that person will need And if they look at you and you're stagnant, right? And I'm going, oh yeah, I did that in 2019. You know, you should just say, see you later, Dave, right? Because it's a responsibility to go and be. So anyway, that was a long-winded answer. Sorry about that. Well, two thoughts I have on that. Number one, I didn't know we get to make up words. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Eric, you're right. You're, you're a well-rounded person when you're looking at both your personal life and your business life. And that's the part that I struggle with on the personal side. While I have a personal life, that doesn't always take my priority. 
Yeah. And so that's that's part of this struggle into the new year as well. So I, I think both of those points are very good. And now so, I'm going to have to come up with some new word for next week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think it's, it's a must. I, I think I'll find I'll find my definition. <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll share I've written it down somewhere. No, I believe it's, it's time left for me to ask a question. Let's pick one. Uh, I, I would I'd like to ask you all of them because you're such fabulous people. You'll have good answers about all of these in some way or another. Um, I, I, I'd like to ask you question number two. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Yeah, philosophically or sarcastically, I don't mind which. But if it's sarcastically, I think um, the guy I'd like to be, I'd like to be Iron Man. Who? Iron Man. You know Robert Downey. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Minus all of the bad behaviour, just to be able to fly around in a suit like that. Anyway. Iron. Uh, well, you know, if you had asked me this question, you know, a year ago, I'd say who I want to be. I want to be a grandpa, but I got that. So okay, there you go. <laughs> and I'm loving it. But um, who do I want to be? I just, you know, want to be the best that I can be as a person. Um, I, I, you know, I want to bring happiness and joy to people. That's that's who I want to be. Now, we should look back to the recording here a little bit. So if you want to talk to Eric at Swift Business Strategies, he is the guy. You heard what he just said. Eric, how do people email you? Um, they can email me at eric.swick at swickco.com. When an American says .com, .com, it sounds really good, doesn't it? So, George, who, who do you want to be? Um, nothing as good as flying around. That'd be pretty cool. I, I guess I, I'm... I'm happy being me. So I guess I don't know. I don't want to be anybody else. I just want to be more of me. <laughs> be, be, be me with more intention. Um, I've got a lot of things and dreams and you know, I've been thinking a lot about what all, all you said and you know, the personal side and you know, being a little more intentional with uh, the enjoyment side of life. So I guess uh, what I want to be, I want to be me just enjoying, you know, the personal side of life a little bit more. I got to tell you, you said something quite profound, and like I often do in the middle of my sentences, there's a gem hidden in there somewhere. And oh. Thanks, Debbie, Barbara. It's so, random. Uh, yeah. 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 You said I want to be me with intention. Yeah. What a great idea in 2021. Yeah. Intentionality, love it. So uh, let's go to Barb. Uh, Barb, who do, you, who do you want to be? Well, I'm going to repeat what George said. But in my own words, no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, you'd be getting it back, right? That's right. <laughs> I do. I, I uh, 2021 is my year that I am really trying to, uh, not trying to, but I am going to balance myself out. I want to be a balanced person. I do things hit or miss here. You know, I, I, I have some charitable organizations that, I belong to and I volunteer for. I'd like to do more of that. I'd like to, you know, I, I guess all of us want a vacation. Boy, I can't wait to go somewhere right now. You know, just just those things where I work hard when I'm here, but more balanced in the personal life. T -t totally agree, Bob. And uh, I've got something to show you that might be a really good location. Hold on a second. 
Gonna put, put, gonna pull it up in a second. You might have seen it. Right, here we go. Um, I think I can share on uh, here. Let's uh, let's see what happens. So application window, doing this literally live. Here it is. Share. Can you see that? Oh, yes. There you go. That's out your back window, isn't it? It is. Yeah. This is this is the Glen. So um, you know, we, we're going to have a special room in this building, Eric. Uh, it's going to be called the. Um, uh, what did we say, Debbie? <laughs> the gay. What was it? The the gay Laird Suite. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because um, it does look beautiful. It does, yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah. And it's combining Bob's uh, wonderful surname with a brilliant Scottish word, and, and that's what that suite's going to be called, Bob. So wow, I love it. I've never had anything named after me. Yeah, so there you exciting. go. There you go. I think I'll visit it, right? Yeah. <laughs> So there's, there's a location, but I, I agree with you. A vacation would be lovely, wouldn't it? And yeah. Or being able to just do some normal travelling. Um, yeah. And I do think this year that will come. Uh, we've got a bit, of a bit of a long winter to get through first. So any final thoughts on intentionality before I wrap up our episode together? Uh, George, Eric or Bob? No, I, just, I think it's a wonderful way to start the year and have that focus. Yeah. I think when you're setting your goals and you're moving forward for the year, if you haven't already set them and you're looking to do them, being intentional in those goals is really important. Yeah. Make sure that there's something you can achieve so you feel good about it. I mean, you don't want to make them too easy, but you also don't want to make them so hard you can't achieve them either. Yeah. Bob, that was, that was absolutely brilliant. It's true. It's absolutely true that they're within grasp with stretching them. And, and then you can, you know, pat yourself on the back a bit and go, we are moving towards this. So final thing from RLC is this. We are talking about intentionality in 2021. We're asking you to think about using the one as your chance to reset this decade, as your chance to think differently about who you are from the inside out. And if you need help with any of this, you can speak to any one of our guests. You'll find them in the podcast debriefs. You'll see them in, in the footnotes and in the links that we share afterwards as well. And also, two things about us. If you want help with your business framework to be more intentional, get in touch with us at info at rlc-global.com. Or if you want help with your personal framework, then get in touch with Debbie at rlc-global.com to go through her specific program on that. And if it's none of those things and you just want to talk to us about being intentional, get in touch with us. We would love to help you work those things out. All I know is this, George, Bob, and Eric, is that intentionality is one of the small game changers between ambition and delivered results. And those that do it often succeed, and those that don't are looking at wondering how did they succeed. So this has been the latest episode of RLC CPA Live Consultivations. We'll see you on our next episode next week. Thank you for listening to Consultivations, brought to you by RLC Global, helping you become a best version business. 
If you want any help from the conversations in the show today, please reach out to info at rlc-global.com and one of our team would be delighted to talk with you. Go to rlcglobal.group for more information and free content designed to help you.